Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Father, thank you for this service. Speak to our hearts like never before. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen. You may be seated, please, in the presence of the Lord. Welcome to the experience, the Good Shepherd experience. Just in case you don't know, there are a few services. We have a first service from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. All right? No, actually, we have a service from 7 to 7.30 on TV. All right? It's called Not a Novice. Alright, not a novice. There are a lot of people who are not experienced when it comes to church. Are you with me? They are not experienced when it comes to church. You get it? They are not experienced when it comes to church. As I'm saying that, you know, there are people who don't know a lot of things about Christianity. You get it? So, not a novice is, is, is to help people understand Christianity and the things surrounding it. Just like physics, if I say physics, you don't know anything about physics unless you go to school and study about physics. Are, are you following what I'm saying? And so we have the TV one um, from 7 to 7.30. Then we have an 8 a.m. service right here called the Enlargement Service. You get it? It's, it's a very small group, small church that has started. But I like it because small things get bigger. Ah, small ghetto, and it's and it's a it's a miracle to see how God brought you out from a small hole of ten centimeters. Look at your head, and imagine where you came from. Yeah, yeah, it's a miracle. Ten centimeters. Once you get ten centimeters, doctors are excited. They are ready to get you out. Then look at how big your head has become. So your stomach is like you are pregnant for five years. For five years now you are still pregnant. Stomach is big. Yeah. It's a miracle. And so I, I like to believe God to start things. So we started at 8 o'clock to 10 a.m. service. And, and, and it's going to get better. This is our 10 to 12 o'clock service. In fact, I'm supposed to be finishing. I'm taking offering tight and I'm closing. Because the people think that nobody's coming after them. So they, I'm going to start a church from 12 to 2. So yeah, better behave yourself. <laughs> because 12 o'clock, I don't. That one is going to be called elevation service. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, man. The Bible says, whatever thy hand findeth to do. Do it with all your might. You see, they are building roads. You see, the, the country is full of filled with sand tracks. It's, 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 it's so so amazing. It's even it has even become too much. Sand tracks all over, and it's very dangerous because all the whole world, everybody is into construction and development, but they don't experience these things that we are experiencing. Everywhere you see them, morning, night, day, all over the place. You know, but they have found they have found something to do, 
and they are doing it with all their might. And so just as you also, if you find God, you find church, follow God and church with all your might. Can, can you tell your neighbor, uh, can you tell your neighbor, tell her, when you find God, you have to uh, find him do with, with, with all your might. Yeah. Some of you, when you are serving God, you get a job at Exxon, then Exxon becomes more important to you than the, than the church. It means that you, you are not faithful. You can't stay with one thing for a long time. Uh, God will not, when God sees people like that, he's not happy with you because another thing will come above Exxon and you move on. Whatever thy hand findeth to do, do it with all your might. So I'm preaching about God's purpose for your life. Oh? oh what, what am I preaching about? God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. Um, so I'm not saying God's purpose for your life because most of the time when you say God's purpose for your life, people wonder, so what is God's purpose for me? Have you wondered why, why am I alive? What is God's plan for my life? Have you ever wondered, leave us Abigail, what is God's plan for my life? God's plan for your life is to be fruitful. John chapter 15. So don't wonder, don't guess, don't say, oh, I'm praying and believing God. I want to know what he has for my life. I'm telling you what he has for your life because it is in his word. John chapter 15 and verse 16. That's our scripture. John chapter 15 and verse 16. If you're here for the first time, you're very, very welcome to Denver, Colorado. (laughs) This is the United States of Guyana. (laughs) Some of you have never been here before. You're welcome. Uh, welcome. We are bringing you to certain parts of Guyana. Uh, amen. Are you there? The Bible says, You have not chosen me, but I, it's not I have chosen you, it's chosen you. Okay? I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and do what? And marry. You go and make children and dedicate them. And take front seats. <laughs> that you should go and bring forth fruit. As for that fruit, we know. But there's a fruit that I want to, dis- to talk to you about at the experience service. He said, go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Now, it's very interesting what fruitfulness means to God. Fruitfulness makes God answer all your prayers. So, for example, last week when I started talking about fruitfulness, I said that when you look at how many people have come into the world, if God was not fruitful-minded, many people would have died when they were born. Jerry, are you there? Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because many people were were born out of fornication. And the righteous and holy God would have killed you because he doesn't want people like that to be walking on the surface of the earth. 
But because his mindset and his mission is fruitfulness, he has actually overlooked how we came into the world. Whether we came through a fling or a one-night stand or rape or by plan or by accident. We are all here. Jesus loved the little children. All the children of the world. Fornicated, raped, and whatever. They are precious in his sight. That, that, that's what it is. I mean, if, if God was going to be God with us, the child that you'll be pregnant with from a man who is such an unbeliever. I, I, last week, I tried to show you that because of fruitfulness, so many things happen that today we will not take it. We will never take it. That your wife can't give birth and that your wife gives his house, her house girl to your husband because it cannot be that there's no child in this house. Because it's a mandate. It's a mission statement that we multiply, subdue and replenish the earth. And so God, it's like, it's like Charlie, <laughs> even in the church, if, I, if we're going to sit down to monitor the money that comes in, do you think we'll take offerings? Because the money that you are giving us an offering, did you thief? So I have to sit there. When you come and bring your offering, I say, where are you getting the money from? Say, so, Bishop, it's from my salary. So, okay, good, put it inside. Then when you come and say, where do you get the money from? <laughs> you, you, we can't do that. You can't do that. So you can imagine the money that even comes into the offering bag. Only God knows. Money, somebody's money that you are keeping, your, the box on you are keeping, you are taking some to come and give offering. <laughs> to put it back next week. That, that, that is the money you are bringing to God. Don't you think Jesus should stand here and say, hey, get out. <laughs> Don't put the money away. You hide past me. <laughs> so, I, I want you to understand that this is a mandate that God has for us. And so, he describes us as trees. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 says, we are God's husbandry. We are God's farm. You are a tree in God's garden. I am a tree in God's garden. Psalm 1 and verse 1 almost says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly or sit what? walk in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of the, of the scornful. But the Bible says in verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And what? And in his law does he meditate day and night. Look at the next verse. Verse 3. He says that, and he shall be like he shall be like a horse. He shall, live, he shall be like a cat. He shall be like a donkey. 
They said, he shall be like a tree. So we are likened and God sees us as trees. Now, there is no tree that if it is supposed to bear fruit, that it doesn't bear fruit, that the owner is going to be happy. And I told you we had a mango tree right here on the power of Christ uh, uh, Avenue. <laughs> the power of the cross. <laughs> but stop bearing fruit. All you were giving us was shade. Even the shade cry wasn't so nice. So we cut it. And so God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. Now we can look at fruitfulness physically. That's why I'm saying that. Because of fruitfulness, the child that you brought forth should have died because you didn't get a child in the right way. The, the, child, should have, the, the child should have died. Castello should have died. <laughs> how our country is littered with fornicated children that have come through fornication. Yeah. Living around. And these are people who are, we are dedicated in church. If somebody's, somebody gets a child out of fornication and they say, Bishop, I want to offer up the child. And you say, uh, no. They say, ah! Yeah, what kind of church is that? <laughs> but that is why the church also can't really, you know, uh, um, if you want to call it, push away these people because it's God who has made these people live. Did you know that Solomon was Bathsheba's son? You know Bathsheba? Who's Bathsheba? Sarah, you know Bathsheba? Bathsheba in the Bible? The girl that King David saw bathing when he was on his balcony. When everybody had gone to war, he said, this time I'm not going to war. So he was on the balcony he was watching around, looking around. He saw this, you know, you know, people who have bathroom and toilet outside their house. And so, but Sheba was living in the house <laughs> and the bathroom was outside. So she was bathing and, and, and King David was on the top of his building and he saw her. He has good eyes. Man, do you have the eyes of King David? <laughs> it's true because some people don't have good eyes. That's why they are not married. You are a man, you are not married. Your man, you can't find a woman. You don't have eyes. Yeah? Yeah, It's not easy to find and choose. Because there are so many. So for you you to find one and choose, it means you are a very powerful guy. Very anointed. And it's this through the interaction with Bathsheba. That Solomon came out. He should have died. He shouldn't have lived. But he became the next king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That all the people who came out of legitimate relationships, Abigail, Michal, all these women, their children never became kings. It tells you how you should not, you should not disqualify anybody in the house of the Lord. You can't, move, you, you can't say this person is so important, that person is so important. You are rather the one who is so important. If you look at how God winks his eye, he closes his eye at things. 
on how we human beings who are full of faults and sin don't want to close any eye. We want to see everything. We want to talk about everything. We want to approve everything. We want to be at the court of approval. Why somebody should be allowed to do this, do that, do that, do that, do that. Why should she join the dancing star? Me like she. Let she go to something else. Not here. Who is you? Why can't somebody be part of what God is doing? If you read the Bible, you, be, you, you realize that a lot of the things we do are really not based on the Bible. And so, so the, the same thing I'm explaining to you, so is bearing fruits. So children coming out of the body, it's a blessing. She said, Evo, this is the third child. It's a blessing. Yeah. And, and Dwight has told me he's not finished yet. At all. Yeah, somebody must be crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's just giving you a break time. He's not finished. You know, every game, there's a, there's a half time. There's a break time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he's breaking forth fruits. And two forces, and his fruits must remain. And I advise you, I advise you that don't make children with, with odd figures. Don't do one, three, five, seven. You should do even numbers. Four, six, eight. Yeah. We, we, we didn't know when, when we... Yeah, we didn't know. But I'm teaching you because no, maybe you don't know. Don't do one. Don't do three. Don't do five. Do four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Yeah. Sister Akila, are you there? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because somebody, I learned that when you give birth to three, two always be together and the one will be lonely. You see it, right? The, Jessica is suffering, right? Yeah. It's Jerry and, 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 and Josiah. You know, so, so we need another J. Maybe Jemima or some, someone to come and, and, and <laughs> I should prophesy, receive it, one. <laughs> Akila ain't come yet, so we are free. She ain't come yet. <laughs> She'll come later. <laughs> when she comes, we'll stop. <laughs> yeah, don't do one. Don't do three. Don't do five. Yeah. 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 So that, if you know what I'm telling you, Dwight told me privately. He actually told me not to tell you, but I don't know why mouth open story jump out. <laughs> he said, he ain't done yet at all. If you think that the Dwight you met, this is, he's, he's a serious man. He doesn't make joke with children number. Yeah. Yeah. He will go on until he gets a son. He will go on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you sit down there and see. <laughs> so so you, you better uh, speak to God and, 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 and yeah, fix that issue. Mm-hmm. Those bandits that you are, uh, those gun, gun, gun girls you are giving birth to. <laughs> so just as it is, you see that it is in us to produce after our kind, isn't it? God has that. So a man and a woman, you have things 
that brings forth. So many people get pregnant because they don't even realize what a seed can do to them if they open up. That is, that is God's very serious purpose of fruitfulness. And many people who have given birth would never planned. They, they underestimate God's power to connect people and to bring forth fruits. Now, it's the same thing in the spiritual realm. That when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to the church, God also wants you to be very potent, to be somebody who can bring forth fruits. Just as you are a woman and you can get pregnant, just as a man, you can impregnate somebody. Also, as a Christian. So, every Christian also has this spirituality in you to bring somebody to salvation. And that's what we're talking about. A God's purpose for your life is that you will not be the only person who comes to church, but you come to church with people. And forget about this family, family thing. Your, your family is too small for God's kingdom. You, your wife, your children. Do you know the space that heaven has? That you and your wife and children only can go to heaven. And he- Heaven is not enough with just you and your wife and children. Look at this compound here. Do you know how many people we can handle here? We can handle thousands of people. That's, that's how wide and how large God's intention for us to be. God wants us to be huge. Wants us to be big. And so he says, I have ordained you, ordained you, empowered you to be fruitful, to get other people to come to me, to get other people to come to church, to get other people to give their life to Jesus Christ. He says, it is inside of you. And that's why we are here. Like my two boys from the first service, I saw them when I was coming, they said, I said, what's the plan? They said, they are are coming to sit down. I said, sit down where? Here we don't sit down. We bring forth fruit. We are active. We make children. Go and look for people who are coming to church next Sunday. Don't come and sit here. You don't hear me preach already. How much more preaching do you want to hear? I preach to you. I send you to Bible school. You've come back. You want to hear preaching again? Get out of here. I, I haul upon them. You should go. Because the, the, the mandate is to be fruitful. Let, let, you should imagine how when people don't give birth, the stigma, the stigma on their lives and upon them. Oh, she's barren. I'm sure that's why many, many people say, I don't believe in throwaway. I don't believe in throwaway. You don't believe in throwaway, but you don't bring nobody to church. You train all them spiritual children away. Many of you, God will judge you for spiritual abortion. You think people have gone to Balawansi to throw away you talking their name? You have thrown spiritual children away at Georgetown Hospital. Spiritual children. You see, human beings, we focus on things that God doesn't even focus on. Yeah. 
Now you, 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 you don't, you are bought children. What means that when people, God has a way of allowing people to come. Sometimes you may be there and somebody may ask you a question. What's the time? Oh, babes, what's the time? Can you believe God is trying to link the two of you? All you do is that you just, it's 12 o'clock and then you just go your way. God has brought somebody into your life to hustle the person and make sure the person comes to him and comes to church. But you don't pick it up. You go to a place to do some business and then the person who looks after you looks after you very well and treats you very well. And all you say is, oh, thank you very much. Oh, that was, I'm, I'm very happy. That's it. You, don't, you can't even connect it. That God is trying to give you a partner. He's trying to make you become fruitful with that person. But that, that's what happens to us all the time. Brother, what are you doing here? Yeah, that's what happens to us all the time. All the time. I mean, I can't, I can't have dealings with you and not mention church. I can't. I, I, I refuse to have dealings with you and not mention Jesus and salvation. It's your choice to say, no, I won't come. No, I don't want to receive Jesus. But it is my choice to say what I have to say. It's my obligation, rather. And I give you the choice to respond in the affirmative or not. Because my understanding of my life and my purpose is that God wants me to be fruitful. Let's look at a few scriptures in the Bible and a few people that God showed. The vision, let's look at the vision for fruitfulness in the scripture. This verse here, you can see it in many people's lives. David, you look at Adam. God's purpose for Adam. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, God's purpose for Adam. And I'm sure you probably remember it. When God created Adam... So God created man in his own image. I think I explained this. That it's only man who's in the image of God, not a woman. I said it, right? So some people didn't come, so maybe I should repeat it. <laughs> so God created man in his own image. I said that the woman wasn't created in the image of God. It was a man who was created in the image of God, according to the scripture. God is a his. He's not a hair. Huh? His is a male. So a female can never be under the image of a male. You may look like him, but you are not, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. Am I saying something? Yeah. In the image of God created he, him. Not she. Male and female, he created all of them. This is aside the creation. Because of course he created a woman. So he created a woman female and he created a man male. But the male was in the image of God. Are, Are you following in verse 28, listen to what God said. God blessed them and God said to them, go to school. Go and do IR, international relations. Get a degree. Get a the master's. Go. 
the things we are doing, it is the world that has brought us and has pushed us to do the things we are doing. And so when we become Christians, we can't disconnect from what the world expects of us from what God expects from us. I'll say it again. When we become Christians, because of the pressures of the world, we are not able to disconnect from what the world expects of Akima and what God expects from Akima. And sometimes what the world expects from Akima is so, more, is so much real than what God expects from Akima. Because God is not around. God doesn't call you on your phone to say, where are you there? The person who can call you on your phone, he's around. And, and his expectation of you, it looks to be more stronger. Isn't it? If you look at you, sister, are you daily? I mean, you can't be in the house where you live with a woman I know you live with. Who gave birth to you and tell she you doing what God wants you to do? You're going to no school. <laughs> your head will be off your neck. <laughs> That's what I mean. But why is it not easy for Ayodeli to say, I am not going to school, I'm going to do what God wants me to do? Why is it not easy? Because the world we have created all kinds of. And, and restrictions around us that now when God wants her to do something for him, it is almost impossible. It is like a very wrong thing. Anybody who supports her is a wrong influence. <laughs> so God said, be fruitful and multiply. He blessed them to be fruitful and multiply. God is blessing you today to be fruitful and multiply. I said God is blessing you at the experience service to be fruitful and to multiply. It is this mandate that has brought forth all the people, all the children, all the human beings you see around. It is this mandate. Including those who came right, who didn't come right. That is not the point. The point is that somebody must come out so that this mandate of fruitfulness and replenishing will continue. God's purpose for Abraham, Genesis chapter 17. Genesis chapter 17. Verse 4. The Bible says, and for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. What was God's purpose for Abraham? What's fruitfulness? people we are looking at. Two people in the Bible. Amen. Then he says, for a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful. Abigail, you have to ask God, why do you say your purpose is fruitful and I don't have a hundred people around me? Oh, no, you, you have to. Maybe your October... 12-hour plan, when you come, that should be your prayer. Because, look, at he said, he made Abraham to be a father of nations. 
It means that from Abraham, you can have a country like Guyana, 750,000 people. And it's only through Abraham these people were born. That's God's purpose for Abraham. Then we go to Isaac. Genesis chapter 26, verse 1. We go to Isaac. Oh, we say Isaac. Prince, which one's correct? <laughs> we say Isaac. We'll take Isaac, no problem. <laughs> Genesis chapter 26, verse 1. The Bible says what? It says, and there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac, or Isaac, went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I, have, I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in, the, in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed will I give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. You have to ask yourself, what, what really going on with me? How come I ain't get enough people like stars in the heaven? That is what every Christian should ask themselves. Why am I not fruitful? Why don't I have a lot of people following me? And I'm, talking, I'm not talking about biological children. I'm talking about spiritual children. Look at someone like Bishop Dagwood Mills. And the number of people all over the world that he has given birth to through his sons and his daughters. So what is your, what is your part? Are you here or you've gone home? We are happy when people make us grannies. Even when we are God mothers that has no God inside. We are there. And I'm sure there are probably some God parents around here today. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Jemima. Paternity test. I told you, girl. Never seen a, a, a light skin rust like that before. All the rusts are dark. And the red ones also are darker. <laughs> are this red one here, sir? Maybe it was a daytime red Three o'clock. Reverend Calvin says three o'clock. If you look at how Bishop Daggett has so many children, thousands and thousands of children and people all over the world. You get it? Then your, the question is, how many people do you have? So when we talk about numbers, you like, so, oh, 100,000 stars, it's, 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 it's God's mandate. Puppet stars. Are we finished? We can, we can make it seven. Make it nine. That one can be odd number. And eleven. That, 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 we, the numbers are very crucial when it comes to the kingdom of God because that is the sign of growth and fruitfulness that God 
once for everybody in every church. You see, if you are used to a small church, it's not a good, a good thing. A small church is bare problems. I tell you, a small church is bare problems. There's a pastor, his wife, and his children. His wife is an intercessor who is touch you and use father and cast demons out of you. And them children is play all them instruments. And the girl is the one who sing and do praise and worship. The families do everything on stage. Then it's only two families that come on Sunday. When they come, they sleep. And they say, we, 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 we like our small, good family. We are so connected. He said, we like the quality, not the quantity. It's a lie. It's a lie. If your grandparents believed in quality and not quantity, you wouldn't be around here. <laughs> yeah? That Mr. Veloza from Portugal, if he believed in only one child, or we don't believe in children, let's buy a dog. Let's buy a dog. You will not be here. In the same way, if we only focus on ourselves and our faith only, then we will not make children and other people won't be here. But God's purpose is other people must come. Just as you have come, somebody else must also come. How come, how come you, you, you have come to a church and somebody can't come to the church? And how can somebody find a church if you don't tell them about the church? How will people know that there's a church here in Canada number two, Boda? Behind God's back, Isan will see. This is not God's back. This is God's face. God's front. God is here. And you can imagine, for some of you who probably are here for the first time, you, you came, this is your first time here. You never knew there's a church here. Never knew. Of course, we are trying Facebook, but how many have a face in the book? It's not everybody. So, we have to naturally, naturally, actively, and you see, a lot of fruitfulness does not come remotely or through technology. You can make children through technology. Have you? It would be nice, though. Stay in your corner, I stay in my corner, and we, we, we marry. Everything will go through technology. And we'll make children through technology. I'll give you chop money through technology. But I, you like that, however? But I say, I day in my corner, I sleep by my own house, and you, you day in your home place. That would be very nice. I'm sure that time is coming. Yeah, yeah. The will say, you go, so go East Coast, I stay in Diamond. And we will, we will, we will, we will marry by internet. <laughs> you don't like it? In the same way, it's not Facebook banners, sharing, and status that brings people. It is human contact. One-on-one. What's your name? Oh, are you a, a Christian? I want to talk to you about God. I want to talk to you about Jesus. That is what brings forth fruit. If you, want to, if you want to make... Dwight, how did Jemima come? He went on a computer and he started typing, I want to make children. He was welding. He was welding? Ah! <laughs> that, that's how they call it at home. Okay, all right. <laughs> Even you have technology. <laughs> He was welding. Wow. Wow. Well, angle ion to angle ion. 
<laughs> yeah? No, you don't make fruits through internet. So when we have we have banners and posters and all that, anybody who thinks that the banners we make will bring people to church, you are joking. We need contact. Even phone calls doesn't make it. You you need to be there. They're present with the people. Talk to them. Encourage them. Relate with them. Fellowship with them. Interact with them. And out of that, that is how you can make somebody become a Christian. Out of the encouragement. Out of the interaction. You can never make children if you don't stay with a woman for how many? Because women don't just lie there and open their legs for you one night. You got to spend money. Bring shit to the altar for something that you could have gotten anyway, anywhere. And this one say, You gotta take me to Bishop first. So no problem, I'll take you to Bishop. And say, No, you gotta buy me white gown. Buy white gown. So you buy, buy gold ring. He said, the second one should put diamond on it. He said, I want I want you to do it before a lot of people. The man said, No problem. He said, When we finish, I want I want cake, I want cut cake. Say, hey, you want cake to say, yeah. Okay. So, okay, we'll get cake. It's all right. I want to invite army family. I must buy a drink too. Drink, juice, and then food. We like rice. We say, we are rice eaters. We like rice. All of that, before you can have a relationship with somebody properly and make children. Oh. So, when you think that if you send a banner, a church banner to somebody, then a person will come to church. You are a joker. Hawk, why is your head swinging? You are a joker. You are surprised your head is swinging. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the world is full of surprises. <laughs> He's meditating on the word. Wow. <laughs> I hope you are following. For somebody... The heat is normal. The heat has been around for a long time. So, I'm in business with the heat. Yeah, you can be around. We are also around. Yeah, won't die. It's summertime. You know, summertime is hot. But you can't just do internet banner, this, that, status, and expect children to come out of status. Kishara, yeah, we can do TikTok. We can do Facebook, but you, you don't make children. That's why even after you meet somebody on Facebook, you have to still relate physically. Because your Facebook pictures, you don't know whether they have legs or they don't have legs. Every picture they put on Facebook, you don't see from their waist going. You are going to take something, you'll be surprised. You're shopping on Facebook, all right? You get something that you'll be surprised. Yeah, you get a little man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So God's purpose for Isaac was to also make him fruitful. Another one, Jacob, Genesis chapter 28, from verse 1 to verse 4. Then God's purpose for Joseph, Joseph also, Genesis 49, 22 to 26. God's purpose for Manasseh and Ephraim. Genesis 48, 13 to 16. Ladies and gentlemen, fruitfulness for people and for us, it is scattered, it is littered in the Bible. 
Genesis 24, 16. Let me read this one to you. Rebecca. And they blessed Rebecca and said unto her, you are our sister. Be the mother of thousands of millions. You get three, you say, they're telling their sister thousands of millions. Because, I mean, the number of sperms that are in, in existence. The sperms that are produced at one ejaculation. Do you know the map down? Millions. I don't know if you know. Eric, you know? Are you a science teacher? You're not a science teacher. You, you teach science. You teach science. The number of sperms, prints that... If all of them were to get eggs, you see your pregnancy, you have one here. One, two. <laughs> now this one that you're walking around that you can't even carry. This one you're walking around like somebody has put some bedding on you. There's one. If all the shooting were to get eggs, you are just lucky that it's just only one egg that is there. If you are to bring, if you are also to equally give uh, millions of eggs, you see how many millions of children will come here. It will be like a boil. Bumps all over. And out of every bump will break and then a child will come out. I don't know if you're aware. One ejaculation. A lot of life. It's just like it's only one egg. That is the... Yeah. If, if the, 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 the ovary makes a mistake and produces two eggs... Then you see that the power is there to make the two fruitful. Yeah. Yeah. As for the egg, it's just the egg you don't have. As for the life, we have the life power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very right there. Calvin, life is there. It's the egg that is not there. Yeah. And you can have life, you can have the life ah, onto 70 plus. You can have egg to 70 plus. Approximately one million sperm per That's what Google said. Approximately one million spermatozoids per one. One break. Thank you. One break. <laughs> so can you imagine two breaks? See, so those of you who like two and three breaks, you are wasting your life. <laughs> you are killing yourself for nothing. You, see, you have to kill yourself for Jesus. Don't kill yourself for nothing. Calvin, you have to stop that. Okay? <laughs> because one is one million. And it's only one that touches the egg. One. Only one makes the difference. So if you, if you, if you do a second one with two million, Shemiba, two million. Three, and you go three. Say, me, my name is Samuel. I have strength. So I'll go three. Three million. You're wasting three million dollars. Nobody is making use of the $3 million. It's only $1 the girl takes. It's not, it's not $1 million. $100 million per ejaculation. No, somebody got to be crazy. <laughs> Someone must be crazy. $100 million spams. That's the average. So, when you see a man, ladies, the ladies, when you see a man, you got to respect a man, okay? 
The man is carrying hundred. <laughs> a lot of life. We are the carriers of life. It's you who don't have eggs. Yeah, if you bring brown eggs, you see how we fry it. Abraham's son. Yeah, he has the life. Abraham's family blessed her not to be rich. As you are getting married, your family wants you to bring money home. They ain't talking nothing about children. You say, hey, please don't talk about children. I want to, me want no children, okay? It's money I want. <laughs> now the ladies, you can't tell them, I'm blessing you to have many children. They say, you try that. <laughs> Where are the ladies? Are you there? Yeah, the women don't like many children anymore. Just one, 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 one. Yeah. A hundred million life? You are wasting the life. Turn to the nearest wife and say, Why are you wasting life like that? The nearest wife. Who's already tired? <laughs> Finally, Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. God's purpose for you, the believer, is fruitfulness. That, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Being fruitful in every good work. Being fruitful in every good work. God wants me to be fruitful here in Guyana. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's, why, that's why he has given me pastors, he has given me branches, he has given me buildings. Now, that's fruitfulness. And God wants you to also be the same. I see you becoming fruitful. I say, I see you becoming fruitful. You are a believer. And the Bible says that you may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Be fruitful in every good work. You are fruitful from today. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, please. thank you for your word. Thank you for fruitfulness. Fruitfulness is with us and is manifesting. It is manifesting. I see fruitfulness manifesting in our lives and in our church. To your honor and to your glory in Jesus name. Amen. You are here this afternoon. You are not saved. You are not born again. If you die right now, if you die right, right, right now, will you go to heaven? or you will go to hell. If you believe in Jesus and you live your life according to that belief, you will go to heaven. If you don't believe in Jesus and you don't live your life uh, and you live your life according to that also, you go to hell. But if except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So you are here this afternoon. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. My hand is up. I want to pray for you. Bishop, please pray for me. My hand is up. I need Jesus. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want Jesus to come into my life. If you are here like that, wherever you are, your right hand, your right hand. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. If you lift up your hand, I want to ask you to please come. Come. God bless you. I see that hand. Come to the front. Let me pray with you. God bless 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 you. 
Three big men. Okay, there's a lady coming. God bless you. Ah, we'll be incomplete without a lady. God bless you. Oh, there's another young lady coming. mature people at an altar. Now, technically, technically, if you are a little older, it means you die earlier than the younger ones. That's how we think, isn't it? So, I I beg. I already turned 50 already. I just look so bad. I turned 50 already. I'm bigger than you. I must be bigger than you. I'm bigger than you? Hey, use a little girl. (laughs) <laughs> a few more years and we are gone you get it the younger ones maybe they have more time so it is good that we make the right decisions now so that if it is 10 more years we have or 20 more years we have at least we will live that serving the Lord what do you think my sister my little girl sister what's your name use me sister Onika, please, Pastor Kevin. This is Onika. This is Miss Sister, Miss Miller Girl, me little sister. I is number one. She's number eight. Down, he's a little girl, right? Sister Onika, what's your name? Sophia, Sophia. You, you, you must be little, 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 little girl. <laughs> what's your name, sir? Lawrence, Lawrence. And say you, Gil. Guilford. Okay. Are you related to Sarah? Is your granddaughter? Okay. All right. My friend was at there. Larry? Larry, Terry. 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 Okay. It's a, it's a very simple thing we do. You close your eyes and you pray this prayer after me. Pray it from your heart. Believe what you're saying and your life will change. Church, join in as we pray. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart that Jesus lived. He died. He was buried. On the third day, he rose from the dead. And he is alive. I open my heart and I invite Jesus Christ to come into my heart, to come into my life, to be my Lord and my Savior. I believe that by this prayer, I am born again. I have a new life. I have a new life. I have a new life. And my name is in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for everyone who came forward. Thank you for their lives. Onika, Lawrence, Terry, 
that I've, I lift them up to you. I pray that Lord, you will keep them. It's only you who can keep them. We, we can try, but it's only you who, who can keep us from falling and present us blameless on that day. Lord, I pray you will keep them. Keep them in the faith. Keep them in the church. And keep them, oh God, following and serving you. May the mighty hand of God rest upon their lives. And let the transformation be evident. Thank you for the gift of salvation you have given to them today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.